A quick note to our listeners. This conversation was recorded with our husbands, Ian and Andy, often referred to as the twins. It is a continuation of our conversation about our summer Boundary Waters trips in episodes 15 and 17. In this episode, we dive into food, my favorite subject. Keep an eye out on the website for a full BWCA, that's Boundary Waters Canoe Area, menu, as well as recipes. Believe me, Food on the trail is important. You gotta listen to this. Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen, and we do this for fun. So before we get into food, let me let me give you an introduction to our food, mm. so then we can we can hear how it's done right. Point of, point oh, of comparison, yes. right? Yes. Mm. How we did so, it wrong. Yes. What wait, we did wait, wrong. Gro- growth mindset. Growth yes. mindset. Growth mindset. mindset. Yeah. So <laughs> how you could also do it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've for backpacking as I was older, we've always relied. I've always used Mountain House or Alpine Air or Backpackers Pantry or. Any of those freeze dried meals. That's just they're like MREs. They're, yeah, like, they're just just the add water yeah. and they're preserved till twenty fifty. You know, literally the easiest. expiration date is when like is twenty fifty. On some of the ones we have, yeah, yes, they're super easy, and that's always I've my stomach has never had issues with it. It's been fine. Uh, this year, Lynn has never really liked them, but she's struggled like she's had them but this year she decided she's over it and not then, over it my my irritable bowel syndrome is over it <laughs> her body is over it, it. it is my body has rejected yep. them literally oh, no. and then aubrey has recently decided she doesn't like them because oh. they so, upset her stomach it's not like a distaste it's not like a do I, they taste good there are some that taste really good uh, there there's yeah. a bunch that taste really good yeah but but it's like it's not like a I'm just, I don't really feel like having like this flavor today. It's like, I'm going to poop my pants <laughs> if I eat this right. right now. So that's the difference. You can only have so much beef stroganoff. <laughs> Which was one of the. Yep. So that, that's our, we have since we're going to attempt a new plan, but I want to hear what you guys did to, so I can feel bad. <laughs> Jody was a beast packing food. Okay. She came in and really picked this up as a fun challenge and ran with it extraordinarily. Um, you made some sauces? Yes. I have had this idea that I haven't brought into the world, but I was a bet or I was I was I would say rather successful in my creation of some dried sauces. A dollop um, of wallop, people. Yep, you some, you've heard it here first. Yeah. It's gonna be a big deal. <laughs> it's coming soon. I um, I love making like sauces in general in life, and I think like that's an amazing way to flavor food. Um, clearly, and especially as a plant-based person, um, you need flavor on food. Um, so I made um, a peanut sauce um, that was completely dry, and I made a mushroom sauce that was completely dry, and a pesto that was Ooh. completely dry. And by dry, do you mean you dehydrated after the fact, or...? I, well, I did. I actually did a hummus that I dehydrated, and that actually worked out pretty well, too. Mm. So I guess that would be like a third, but that wasn't, I mean, it's more of a condiment, I guess. Um, but I guess they all are sort of condiments. So not to get too in the weeds, but how are you making these sauces completely dry? So I bought, um, so I've also tried to make them dairy-free also, and not nut-free, um, 
they have nuts in them. So I use um, a lot of coconut powder, coconut milk powder instead of like a you know, like a dairy milk powder, um, for like creaminess and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also like hemp seeds are really great and cashews in terms of like things that will like kind of, um, give things like a nuttier flavor as well as, um, nutritional yeast, which also gives things kind of like a cheesy, salty flavor. So I was able to kind of create like a pesto with that. I was able to do this, um, peanut sauce that I did with like, you know, peanut powder you can buy for, like smoothies and stuff, you can easily do that with like coconut milk and ginger and like a little bit of basil and whatever. And all of a sudden you have a peanut sauce. Um, Same thing with a pesto. Like you can do, put a bunch of dried herbs together along with um, like hemp seeds and cashews. And all of a sudden you have something that worked out actually for us really well. Um, So I made these sauces. Um, I also, my biggest, I think, and this goes into probably my top tip is fresh produce on the trail, which is hard. Um, I did carry a really heavy cabbage, like um, purple cabbage, (laughs) because I just wanted like color in my food and like a crunch and just like a feeling of like life in Uh my food. Um, But I also um, do sprouts. So we sprouted on the trail. So I started sprouts ahead of time and then we carried sprouts with us. So we were able to have... Fresh sprouts. fresh sprouts on like a bunch of things That's throughout amazing. the week to just give it like green. Wait, they were sprouting on the trail. Yeah, yeah. you're making them. So we so were growing them in a jar on the trail. Jody that found, I would just carry um, along with That's me. That's so it was cool. like my baby. Jody found something that's the same size as the lid of a bell jar, but it's mesh, and you put that on a bell jar at home, and you can like put your sprouts in the bell jar, put it by your window, and you like rinse them and drain them every day, and the sprouts grow, and you make your own sprouts. So Jody started doing that in these plastic containers on the trail so that as the sprouts would grow, we'd eat some and then there'd be more space for more sprouts to grow. And we were just like noshing on fresh sprouts. That's awesome. Yeah. But so, I mean, I so like, I mean, one of, I think my more memorable things, and I think we did like a little video of it too, was just, and it was super simple to do is just like bring like flour tortillas, which are actually very durable. Mm -hmm. And then we got some of those, um, in envelopes that are already like a bean kind of thing um and then with some cabbage and some sprouts um and I think I maybe dehydrated a little salsa or something too and we had like these like little burrito things that were like they tasted great I mean nice yeah so there was that we did a lot of pasta we actually did like a mushroom risotto one night that was probably you guys are so gourmet like, I love it fancy so dried mushrooms yeah I got a bunch of in. like yeah. dried mushrooms and um, rehydrated them and yeah it was how many how many how many bags were full of food two yeah. two we well were two, a lot and then of our, food. our day bag had like TL in it right so so I mean if you want that kind of food Lynn all you need to do is carry <laughs> one of the bags and a canoe mm. and we can have that gourmet meal out there or just do the portage twice every time yeah. I mean, which is what I do yeah right you do it yeah. anyway so you might as well just I'm like no right. you can carry the food bag <laughs> <laughs> I would happily put a menu together, like of what we yes. did. Okay, that's and then just be... give you. And that was another thing too. Like I did some research on my on my own to kind of figure out, like, 
you can go on Amazon and, you know, but that like and try to find like dried, dehydrated broccoli or this or that or whatever. And I ended up going to Trader Joe's and finding that they have a lot of dehydrated things there. They have broccoli, um, blueberries. I mean, they have like a lot of fruits and raspberries and stuff. So we were able to kind of rehydrate a lot of that kind of stuff just by going to Trader Joe's. So there's things available that are like a little more accessible than actually going to like a camping site and you know, buying things. And I know some of those meals, I know that you're getting a lot of calories and like, I mean, and they're meant. So much sodium though. They're, but aren't they meant, I mean, they're meant very specifically for this purpose and they're light and all that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. there's definitely a time and space for that. Like we bought Elliot some of those desserts Mm because he wanted desserts and I'm like, I'm not a dessert maker. So, um, yeah, so we did buy some of those to have that, but yeah, this was not, I mean, we did carry a lot of heavier stuff probably than we needed to, but it kind of felt worth it. But we it sounds like we also had a trip that was more like a vacation compared to yours. <laughs> we didn't have wind. You know, we didn't. I mean, I, you know, like it would have been harder to cook like that had things not gone like like as planned. Hmm. Yeah. So we're going to we're shifting gears. I bought a dehydrator. So we're going to try Ooh. and just do awesome all our own dehydrated meals um, that are fresh, you know, mm-hmm. like made within a week of going out on the boundary orders or two weeks um just so everyone's a little more happy apple leather and a dehydrated is fantastic that's that's, that's on the list um i I just in the book that i got with it you can yogurt didn't know you could do that Hmm. but apparently you can do yogurt so dehydrated yogurt yeah oh yeah it's it's gonna we'll see how it goes but yeah we one of the things we do tortillas as well because that's obviously you know, those are so much easier. They take up little space. They last yeah. forever. Um, so we did fish tacos one of the night because Jack caught a bunch of fish. Nice. Um, that was massively tragic or great, depending on your pers- your your personal view about fishing. But um, he caught a great walleye and a great northern, and we put them on the stringer, and we were keeping them fresh. Uh, we caught them first thing in the morning because that's the only time we could get out on the calm water. And then we were going to eat at 5, so we were keeping them alive till 5. And at uh throughout the day i was checking on to make sure they're okay they're doing great and at 4 45 i went to go get them to clean them and the walleye was gone oh. <laughs> and jack was so mad he was so, he was so mad because of all the fish he wants the walleye not the oh. northern so we're left with the northern but anyway we had we had uh we brought cabbage because uh, that was your recommendation i got a thing for you about that as well <laughs> um but uh yeah we had fish tacos one of the nights and that was really good um, so cabbage, mm-hmm. how did you carry it? How did you transport it? How did you package it? We put it in a, a paper bag yeah, and we idea. just dumped it at the very bottom of the food yeah. pack. Yeah. Paper bag. And I think we had some onions what, in the paper bag yeah. too. Not plastic. No. No, no. no. It's got to breathe oh, a little bit. Oh, get a little slimy. No, it got really, really fermented. Oh, oh, oh it got man. The last day it just like, boom, it turned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sauerkraut. I, I opened yeah. up the bag and I was like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, lesson learned on that one. Uh-huh. Growth mindset. Yep. yep. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. So so hopefully September we're gonna come back and say meals yeah. nailed them this time. Everyone was happy. Everyone ate. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. That's the end. That's the end. We'll see. <laughs> well, gang, successful summer, Boundary Waters. Yeah, I I think we we when we. The last night, we always kind of go through a, it sounds like you guys took notes, and we kind of compare, like, hey, what would we bring? What would we forget? And we had a really hard time figuring out what we're going to leave behind and what we were going to add. 
So in that mindset, that was great. Mm-hmm. We just had to change the food part of it. I think that was the biggest the biggest thing for us. So we're we're honing in on. And not that it exists, but the perfect setup for the bounty every year. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, I think that's the biggest lesson to take away from this whole thing. And like for people who are listening, who maybe haven't tried the boundary waters yet, or they've only done it a couple of times, but it's like every single time you go back, you fine tune it a little bit more, and you get a little bit better, and you learn how to navigate the challenges. And and I think that's kind of what it's all about is like the resilience factor and the adaptability factor and the learning and the problem solving. Mm piece of it and I think that's for me I think the biggest takeaway and that's how you need to go into it is this could really really suck (laughs) but I'm gonna learn a lot from it and it's gonna be an experience that I can come home and tell people about another thing too I 100% agree is I have this thing with like watching movies over going to the same places over and over like even eating the same food like in a week or whatever I don't like that so much but I feel like the boundary waters like now it's only been like my second time and only the first time that was like a re like more of a real trip or whatever but I feel like I mean you can just from our conversation here like understand that you can go in with the exact same sort of situation, like two adults, two children, you know, whatever, and have a complete, like a very different experience. Mm -hmm. And it seems like someplace to repeat because it could be very different the next time and it could challenge you in different ways or it could be a complete breeze or Mm -hmm. you could meet some crazy human being that's going to teach you about tobacco flying in the wind. I mean, the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're going to be the same person in the woods. Like that's weird, you know, but you know, it's a it's a place that I I as a person that d- I don't like to revisit places very often. I would definitely just kind of keep revisiting this as an experience. As you should. I love that. Were you going to say something, Andy? I feel like you were. Oh. And with that, <laughs> thank you to everyone who's listening. If you have questions, I think I mean let's we should solicit questions for people. If you have questions. Send them to Send us. Send them, yeah. We do this for fun at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just understanding that all answers vary and it might not be the right answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be even, totally wrong. Even if you show up to your, your place yeah. and there's 30 mile an hour winds and it's the exact scenario we're in, my yeah. answer might not work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck out there. Be safe. And um, yeah, I'll do it all again next summer. Yeah, perfect. We Do This For Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production business based in Minneapolis. The website is 515productions.com. And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness coach? Check out her website at jodygruen.com. If you like this podcast, we love your support. Please rate and review us and hit subscribe. Learn more about us at wedothisforfun.com. As always, we welcome your questions and feedback. Email us at we do this for fun podcast at gmail.com. We'll be dedicating future episodes to answering your questions, so let her rip, whether it's about gear purchases or tampons and IBS in the wilderness. We don't judge. Been there, done that. Nothing is off the table. And thanks for listening.